Welcome to the Beckham Down Podcast. This is your host, Coach Johnson. In this episode, we're going to be talking about my preview of the NBA Finals matchup between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Miami Heat, as well as talk about a few things I'm going to be watching in this series and give my final prediction for this finals matchup. And here we are, after all the uncertainty of there being a restart to the NBA season, if the players were going to continue playing after the Bucks decided to not play in the NBA, taking a few days off before resuming the season once again, it is time for the NBA Finals. The Lakers, owners of the Western Conference number one seed and seeking out an NBA Best 17th championship, will face the Miami Heat, a fifth seed on a Cinderella-like run to the finals after several years years out of contention. These playoffs couldn't be ending any better. It almost feels like March Madness. The Lakers may be entering the season series as a heavy favorite, but the Heat have been the lower seed in each series so far and won since the playoffs began. They won't back down against anyone. This marks LeBron James' 10th final appearance and first with the Lakers, who last played for the championship with Kobe Bryant in 2010. It's the Heat's first final appearance since 2014 when LeBron James led them to the last of four straight title shots. The Lakers won both regular season meetings between the teams. The first game, 95-80 in early December and 113-110 in mid-December. Neither were represented were representative of this version of the Heat. Miami was still starting Kendrick Nunn and Myers Leonard, neither of whom cracked the rotation in the conference finals. The Heat had also not acquired Jay Crowder and Andre Iguodala. Also, neither Tyler Hero nor Duncan Robinson were playing at the level they are now. What we do know is that LeBron James and Anthony Davis completely outplayed Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo in their two regular season matchups for Miami to have a chance in this series. This cannot be the case unless they get superhero-like play from the likes of Goran Dragic and Tyler Hero. Now let's get into what I will be watching in terms of matchups. Two of them in particular, Anthony Davis versus Bam Adebayo. As he is the perfect player to slow down Giannis, Adebayo matches up well with Anthony Davis as well. But that shouldn't push you away from choosing him in this matchup. Davis can score at all three levels while Bam does most of his damage in the paint. He has showcased his mid-range jump shot since the NBA restart, but he is not as well-rounded as an offensive player as Anthony Davis. According to Second Spectrum, Adebayo spent roughly 35 possessions defending Anthony Davis over 9 minutes and 37 seconds in their two regular season meetings. Davis scored 15 points on 14 shots and added 3 assists against 0 turnovers as the Lakers scored 1.23 points per possession. In the nearly 23 possessions that over 5 minutes and 26 seconds that Anthony Davis spent on Bam Adebayo, the Heat Center was 0 for 3 from the field, scoring 4 points on 8 foul shots and committing 2 turnovers to his single assist. Miami scored 0.8 points per possession in that time. 
The second and biggest matchup of this series will be LeBron James versus Jimmy Butler. The most interesting stat, including these two players, is that they have split their 34 career meetings. But when you look at it with the microscope, then you notice that 11 of those games have come in the playoffs where LeBron James holds a record of 8-3 and three over Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's best offense comes from his ability to get to the rim and draw fouls, which is what he must do against LeBron James, who is a great rim protector for his position, who does a phenomenal job of avoiding fouls, averaging a career-low 1.8 foul. 1.8 personal fouls per game. James defended Butler for 28 possessions over 7 minutes and 27 seconds in their two regular season meetings this season, and Butler scored only two points. The Heat will send Jay Crowder, Andre Godala, and even Bam Adebayo at LeBron James, but Butler is their best chance of containing him. In 41 possessions over 10 minutes and 13 seconds against Butler during the regular season, LeBron James had 16 points and 9 assists as his Lakers scored 1.69 points per possession. I will be back shortly to wrap up the show after a quick word from our sponsor, Anchor. Now that we're back from the break, let's talk about a little bit of X and O's in this series and what I will be watching. First off, I will be watching how will Miami decide to guard the Lakers in this series. They've used different game plans defensively in all three series and were able to execute each of them to a T. The first key for the Heat will be to shrink the floor versus L.A., similar to what we saw the Nuggets do in their series with the Lakers. Shutting down the LeBron-Anthony Davis pick and roll will be priority number one. They were only able to generate 0.9 points per possession in the regular season against the Heat, according to Second Spectrum. Another way Miami can negate the Lakers' offense will be their switching scheme, which will take away some of the off-ball actions that they run. This will find Adebayo guarding on the perimeter at times, which will leave the Heat susceptible to offensive rebounds as Dwight Howard and Anthony Davis will be attacking the glass at will. It will be imperative for Miami to rebound well as a team. What Miami Miami is effectively able to do better than any other team is run a zone, and the Lakers' offense has seen and experienced quite the drop-off when going against the zone, whether a 2-3 or a 3-2. The second point will come into play against some of these aspects that I was talking about in the previous point made is that the Lakers shooting is going to be huge in this series. It is known that the Miami Heat are one of the best shooting teams in the league while the Lakers rank towards the bottom of the league in the bottom 10. This puts a lot of pressure on the likes of Danny Green, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and Kyle Kuzma to hit shots from the perimeter. One of the keys to breaking Miami's zone is consistently shooting the three. That responsibility falls on more than just one person, which is why Danny Green, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and Kyle Kuzma are all being highlighted. They're shooting a combined 36% from three and 39% on catch-and-shoot threes. If this trio is knocking down the three ball, 
It will certainly open up things for LeBron James and Anthony Davis inside and also in their pick-and-roll actions. And now probably the moment you all have been waiting for is my prediction for the series. I'm going with the Los Angeles Lakers in six games because I do think the Miami Heat present some problems for the Lakers in terms of the multiple weapons they do have on the offensive side of the floor. And they don't rely on one guy to beat you. There's a night that Dragic can go and have a great night. There's a night that Jimmy Butler can go and have a great night. There's a night that Tyler Hero, Bam Adebayo, Duncan Robinson can all have great nights. And I think when you have the wing defenders of Jimmy Butler, Jay Crowder, Andre Iguodala, that you can throw multiple bodies at LeBron and give Anthony Davis some different looks with Crowder, maybe Derrick Jones Jr., Bam Adebayo, that you will slow down their offense at times. And when you have a coach like Eric Spolstra, luckily enough he has coached LeBron and knows his tendencies more than a lot of coaches do, he's going to be able to game plan against them. And in the past he has done a pretty good job of slowing him down, forcing him into tough shots, contested shots, building a wall against them. And, you know, sending doubles his way, putting him in, you know, unorthodox positions that he doesn't really thrive in compared to where he wants to get to on the floor. But then with the Lakers having the two best players in this series, I do just, I just think that they're going to overwhelm them. And the role players of the Lakers are going to step up. Rondo has championship experience. Danny Green has championship experience. Dwight Howard's been in the finals. And against a young team like the Heat, who are playing well and fit well together, I think that's going to prove itself in this series. I think. The Lakers bigs are going to have their work cut out against Bam Adebayo, but they're luckily and lucky enough to have multiple guys to send at him, like Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee and Anthony Davis, to give him different looks. But also, they're able to play with him a little bit more physical because they have fouls to spread around. So it's going to be very compelling to see how these teams match up, and how they try to answer one another's adjustments on the fly in this series, especially when you have two good coaches in Frank Vogel and Eric Spolstra who have a – what's the word I'm looking for? They've – played against each other a lot, coached against each other a lot, excuse me, and Spolstra has a hair lead on Frank Vogel over the course of their careers, 
winning 26 out of the 50 games that they've coached against each other. And a lot of these were playoff games for when LeBron was in Miami against the Indiana teams that Frank Vogel coached when Paul George was a part of Indiana. So I think we're in for a great finals matchup, and it's going to be very competitive, very compelling, big storylines around it. I think we're going to be in for a very good one to see if the underdog Heat can upset the Lake Show, the primetime Lakers, and ruin what could be LeBron's fourth ring and put a little bit of a blemish on his resume if he's not able to come through in these NBA Finals. And that wraps it up for this episode of the Back Em Down Podcast. I hope everyone enjoyed the show. If you want to become a monthly contributor to the show, please click the link at the bottom of the show notes. One day away from the NBA Finals starting as Game 1 gets started on Wednesday, September 30th. I'm excited. I hope you all are as well. But until then, I hope everyone enjoys their Tuesday or Wednesday morning, whenever you get around to listening to this episode. And until then, everyone take care, and I hope you come back for the next episode of the Back'em Down podcast.